0: Welcome to the King's Chapel Alaska podcast. From wherever you are listening, we are so excited that you tuned in today. Let's prepare our hearts to hear from God's Word. Jude
1: chapter 3. Pardon me, verse 3. There's only one chapter. Turn there if you would. for the new King James on the screen. So right. Thank you so much. We're in a very critical hour in history in the Western church, especially where there have been men, as Jude talks about, that have creeped in, like gangrenous teaching creeped in. I won't preach a message to you called the fight for fullness. The fight for God's power. I said, what do you mean by that? Because so many people don't understand what I'm about to preach. They just trust in God's sovereignty. So God does what he wants, when he wants to, whoever he wants to, and thank God for his sovereignty, that he intervenes in a bygone generation They called it the providence of of God, God's providence. And I've seen that in my own life. But if you just rest on the providence of God and the sovereignty of God, it can produce in you a passivity. It can produce in you a laziness. And there's too many scriptures that talk about contending, that talk about fighting, that talk about pressing into the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. There's too many scriptures about laying hold of that which laid hold of me. Too many scriptures that talk about the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. I'm going to tell you that what God has called us to do is not going to happen by a passive, lackadaisical, lazy spirit. It's going to happen intentionally through a people who rise fasting and praying, seeking Him him, contending for God, obeying him at every turn, doing radical things. And then even in the midst of that, you'll have people that make fun. I've had some folks make fun of us recently. Oh, you're from that church. You're darn right I am. Grace your hands. You need the devil broken off you. <laughs> hey, and, you know, you can say whatever you want, but the proof is in the pudding. I used to hear my mama say it. The proof is in the pudding and cream rises to the top. And we don't, we don't wish evil on anybody, but don't try to talk me out of having more of God ever. Don't ever try to tell me, oh no, you can just, he's just going to come one day. Just one day, there's going to be a win. You still had to take your vanilla booty up to the to the upper room and you still had to get out and go to prayer. They had to get to the upper room on the day of Pentecost. They still had to obey. Where was, uh, where was the other 300 some odd people? 100, 120 obeyed. 380 disobeyed. Where were they? 120 got baptized with fire. I'm telling you, there's an outpouring that's coming to this nation, an outpouring that's coming to this state. There's an outpouring, even with the spirit of Elijah coming upon the to church, even the Western church. It's not time for a lackadaisical Christianity. It's time to get red hot. It's time to declare war on lukewarm Christianity. It's time to declare I'm going to get on fire. I'm going to press in. I'm going to get everything that belongs to me. I'm going to reach up to receive all that God has for me. I'm not going to rest. I'm not going to be weary in well-doing. I'm not going to yield to be a smooth neat, apathetic person. I'm going to let that which is taking hold of me burn in me. Burn like a fire. I'm going to preach and pray and prophesy. I'm going to preach and pray and prophesy. I'm going to see God turn the hearts of the fathers to the children children to the fathers lest he strike the earth with a curse I believe that God is raising up an on fire church
0: a militant church a church that's willing to fight for the fullness of God not a legalistic church a church that's imbibed with his fire with his power with the grace of God but the grace of God is to press in to contend to have more come on more and more I'm thankful for what God's done I'm grateful for what God's done and I want more I want more of your presence. I want more of you, more of you and more of you and more of you Lord. I want more, I want more. I'm hungry Lord, I'm hungry. I'm thirsty Lord, I'm thirsty. I'm desperate Lord, I'm desperate, I'm desperate. I'ma feed on your Word, I'ma feed on your goodness, I'm going to feed on the testimonies of a bygone
1: generation. I'm going to cry out. I'm going to pray. I'm going to do my part. I'm not going to rest, Lord. I'm not going to stop what you did at other times.
0: Lord, you can do it right now. What you did at other times, why not do it now? Why not? what you did through other people why not do it through me come on say that what you did
1: through other people why not do it through me what you did in other generations in other places
0: why not wasilla why not alaska why not america why does it have to happen in africa why do we just have to see the dead raised in africa why is that why 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 is that why is that there's people that are on meth people that are addicted, people strung out on heroin. Where is a church that's on fire that will change lives? Where are they? Where is the place? Where will my resting place be, the Lord says. Where is the people that will hunger and thirst for righteousness and be filled? Where is the ones? Where is the ones? I declare war on lukewarm Christianity. I'm not going to get more and more. On. Hey! Yeah! lift your hands come on lift your hands and cry out for more come on cry out for more he'll touch you in direct proportion to the hunger that you have get hungry tonight Your presence Can't live without your love tonight come tonight yeah holy Ghost come 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 come tonight come tonight Lord holy ghost come 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 come tonight Come tonight Holy Ghost come, 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 Holy Ghost, come come tonight, come tonight. As
1: you return home, you're returning home, a different man. As you return home, you are going to find that the weapons of your warfare have been insufficient to overcome the battle that has been at hand. But now as you return with fresh revelation and fresh fire and fresh oil, I've been the lifter of your head all of your life, and I lift your head now. I lift your eyes now. I lift your gaze now, releasing new vision, new passion. I'm going to release, says the Lord, a series of dreams to you. There was a fire that was put in your belly even when you were a younger man. And that fire did not go out, but it was seemingly tried to be snuffed out by the assignments of the enemy and through even a, a low-grade attacks and high-grade attacks, but you found yourself reloaded. You find yourself with a new flak jacket on, a new shield of faith in this hour, and you're going to return with with a sharp two-edged sword of the Word of God coming out of your mouth, and you're going to see the, the enemies of God that have blocked you from fulfillment drop like a Goliath. I have made you to be like a David and as you return home fresh fire is going to fill your heart and fill your prayer life. That is where it will be marked first. It will be marked in your prayer closet and you're going to find yourself raising your voice. The calm, smooth Rick is gone somewhere else and the fiery Rick is back and the power of God is going to be released through you and I see you winning souls and I see you stirring coals of faith that were even upon those that are around you. And I'm going to reconnect you with some people from your past, says the Lord, and you're going to stir their faith. I'm using you to be like a fire starter and a fire stirrer. And you're going to point to the one who did it. And as you do that, you'll see other sons who were used to walk in power and authority and fresh faith. It's like the, the enemy tried to throw water on you. Tried to just sort of get you to cool off in a slow process. Too smart, no too much of the word to have it be overnight. It was an over a period of years and even decades where it's just like, the, I, you know, I love the Lord and I, I serve Him and God, you know. But now there's a fight that's on the inside of you. And even as I preach this message, if I get to, I got like 10 pages, I don't know how I'm going to get to it. but As I preach this message, it's going to put something in you. And the whole rest of this body too come on raise your hands come on raise your hands raise your hands to the lord all right let's read this while we're standing and let's see if i can if i can communicate it Woo. prayed myself right into a frenzy as i used to say i think i just preached myself happy jude verse three right on the screen beloved While I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith, which was once and for all delivered to the saints. Father, move in great power tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen. Put your best hand, clap together for God. You may be seated. To contend is to fight something. Oh, can I have the keys back? Can you play? I just <laughs> it's okay if you just play the whole time. Is that all right? All right. All right. You tune me up and try to follow me and we'll have fun. I don't know what'll happen. And I started talking and ended up preaching and shouting and we ended up singing. I I've declared war on lukewarm Christianity. I had an interesting thing happen to me about two weeks ago. Maybe you noticed it, maybe you didn't. If you're close, really close to me, like my wife, she knew, my son. You're like, oh, is that okay? Yeah, I, I, you know, when you burn the candle at both ends, you end up in the middle eventually. How many of you know you? And I got a little out of order. I don't mean like, you know. You know, the closer you get to God, what, what, it's like a magnifying glass comes. And, you know, If he says something to you that is sin for you, guess what? It's sin for you. He might not find it in the confines of the the leather, the book. But if he says you're not supposed to do it, then you're not supposed to do it. And so I just wore myself out. I got to serving hard and counseling hard. I was praying and I was in the word, but. But I had lost a vibrancy. I allowed a bunch of things to kind of come in and then some pressures. And before you know it, I was weary. And then my day off, I skipped that a few times and violated the Sabbath rest. And before you know it, I was a little irritable. (laughs) Pastor Bruno came up. It was like an assignment from the Lord. He said, you need a break. It's like the Lord said, just sit down. You're messed up. I'm like, oh, i repent." got this powerful ministry through Pastor Bruno. And I went back into my prayer closet and I got back in the Word and I got back on fire. And I'm going to tell you something. You don't have to settle for lukewarm, half-hearted, 50% obedience. Go for the 100%. No compromise. Some of you, some of you, Some of you excuse away the reason you smoke pot. Some of you make excuses for stuff. Oh, yeah, I said it, and I don't need any help preaching. I bind every assignment of hell, every demon. I command you to be silent in this place. I pray, not that that was a demon or anything. I'm just saying, I'm just taking care of it ahead of time. I pray that this word would go deep in the soil of this house. It is who we are. So you've called us to be. It is a part of our DNA. We are contenders. We are fighters for what you said we could have. We will not let up and we won't shut up. We're going to press in with a right heart, tender heart, sensitive lifestyle of repentance. Jude exhorted them to be contend for the faith of the apostles, to contend for it, to fight. Do you live like that? Say, what am I fighting for? Well, I think we're to fight for a number of things, and I might say a few things that would be worthy of writing notes down, but we're to contend for the right doctrine. We, we have more and more pastors that are online. Preach and teach doctrine. Do it. People don't want to hear that. Are you kidding me? If you don't have that, then you're, you're going to be washed to and fro by every wind and wave of doctrine. You've got to be rooted and grounded in the Word. That's why we have the things that we have. We have to fight. You know, there's a, a sloppy agape, a neo Calvinism out there that says that you, God just loves you. You can do whatever you want to do. That's not true. That's not true. It's Adam and Eve. It's not Adam and Steve. You could try to rip stuff out of the Bible. It's not going to work. It, it, it's not gonna work. You can't kill babies. You can't have same sex marriage. You can't. You can't. You can't live a fornicating lifestyle and expect to go to heaven. Welcome to Kings. I'm glad you're here. I ain't here for a popularity contest. I'm here to preach the word. I'm here to encourage you. And I'm going to be sweet and nice as much as I can. Pastor Karen's interceding right now. (laughs) We have to fight for right doctrine. Because if you get messed up there, you're going to end up astray. You're going to end up deceived. You're going to end up possibly even forfeiting. Heaven could happen. Hymenaeus, Alexander, different ones. Paul talks to me, names them. You gotta fight for that. You gotta fight for, for the, the lifestyle of what it is to be a believer. Do you know in the early it was unheard of, unheard of that in the New Testament people wouldn't fast and pray? That is what they did. They fasted and prayed and they sacrificially gave to the poor, to the to the lame. They sacrificially gave, they sacrificially fasted and prayed in the New Testament. In the Western church, there are people that don't even talk about fasting. Don't even, don't even, there are prayer meetings. There's an assault on the church. Dr. Morocco taught me years ago. He said this, you want to know how it's going on in the church and how to pray for them? Want to know if they're doing all right? Go look in any of their publications and see how many prayer meetings they have. And if they don't have any corporate prayer meetings, they're soon to be in trouble. He said, it's sad, but it's true. The foundation of this ministry, the foundation of my life. And I dragged my feet and was reluctant and lazy at first. We pray. And, and, and we didn't, I mean, that sounds like we pray. I think we might be at the ankle deep level. Jesus, help us. Oh, we're all praying. Right. Got one prayer meeting a day. Glory to God. I'm thankful for it. I'm just telling you. You want to see real displays of God's power. It can happen in your little 15-minute quiet time you have with a cute little reading from utmost for his highest, and you write down a little scripture and skip off to work. That's not how that happens. I was pretty aggressive right there. (laughs) Thank God for 15-minute prayer meetings. Please don't hear me wrong. Thank God for his utmost for his highest. Thank God for the scripture you're writing down, you're memorizing. I'm just telling you there's a posture of hunger. It's a godly discontentment that produces in you a lifestyle of desperation. In other words, you're how many of you are grateful for what God's done? I'm grateful. I'm grateful for this building. I'm grateful for our new building. I'm grateful for the miracles, the signs and wonders that he's done. But then I realize there's a whole lot more. Amen. I mean, where are the, I, I can't recall. I can't recall the last time my shadow crossed across somebody and they got healed, right? I remember hearing, and I probably have said it myself, in meetings where God was just pouring out His Spirit. People being healed in all kinds of postures, on the floor, on their knees, people weeping, people crying. This is as good as it gets. What? <laughs> That's not what I read in my Bible. This is not as good as it gets. There is a whole lot more gooder. There's a whole, come on, lift your, lift your hand and say, there's a whole nother level. If you think you're like in the most on fire church on the planet where well, you're not. Where's it? I don't know. I just know that when Jesus shows up, everybody gets healed. I've seen services like that. At least it seemed like that. And reports seem to come in that way. I'm just telling you, we have to fight for fullness. Fullness and, and truth, got to fight for it you got to fight for a New Testament lifestyle. You've got to give yourself to fasting and prayer. You think 500 people are going to whistle Dixie on into the front of the church and, you know, here in the next four months? No, no, no. We're going to fight. We're going to pray. You said, man, you're kind of intense tonight. I know. Let's have a praise
0: break. Go ahead. Hey. Woo!
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I, just, I just want more. Be grateful and be hungry, thankful for what you have and realize you got a thimble full. Whatever level of blessing you have, whatever level of power you're walking in, you know what a thimble is? They don't really use that anymore because people throw out clothes when they get ripped now. Thimble is a, a sewing implement that you put on your finger so that the needle doesn't go into your finger, right? It's a, a thimble. A thimbleful is a very small little, 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 little cup. I'm just telling you, compared to God, I think we have about a thimble, and I'm really grateful for the thimbleful. See, no, it's not a thimbleful, Pastor. It's at least half a cup. Alright, praise God for the mug full or whatever. I'm just telling you there's more. And if you rest on God's sovereignty, listen, there's levels of power and anointing and intimacy with God that you and I have not been to yet. And the only way you're gonna get there is by paying the price. He said, I thought Jesus paid the price. I heard this years ago. Man of God, his hands raised to heaven. He's weeping. He says, oh, the price to pay, the price to pay. And as a young believer, I saw that on TV Tears running down the guy's face. I thought, that's not even scriptural. Because Jesus paid the price. I mean, that's my argument was, well, Jesus paid the price, so you just have it all. No, no, no. The secret of the Lord, he confides with those who fear him. So your level of intimacy and walking in the fear of the Lord before him and the price that you pay to live 100%, not 80%. Not, not 80% obedience, to contend, to fight for 100% submitted heart towards the Lord. You're not even hearing me right now. You're not hearing me right now. And as you go, as you press in to bring everything under the submission of the power of the Holy Spirit and His Word, then the magnifying glass goes from 100 to 1,000. And then He says, no, that's good, that's good. Now I want you to deal with this, and I want you to deal with that. And you're like, yes, Lord. And you just keep coming. And then you find a release of God's power that you never walked in before. And I will tell you that satisfaction comes and a fulfillment in God from that that nothing else can give you. He alone satisfies. Come on, lift your hands to Jesus. Say, I'm a contender. Say, I'm a fight for fullness. Obey God. It's a difference between actively living free and desiring to. Do you hear me? It's a difference between actively seeking God, walking in His Spirit, and desiring to. Desire is a good thing. He said, Well, I'm going to change the world. What does that look like tomorrow morning? What does that look like over the next five days? You're going to change the world. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I I'm want to change the world with you. What does that look like? What does it look like? You changing the world. You releasing God's power in the earth. You becoming what he wants you to become. You developing your craft of skill and music. How many hours you had to play? Countless. Countless. But you still know you could do more, right? God's anointed God's anointed you. I heard, I heard the sound of heaven numerous times coming through, you're playing, and you're singing. There's a shift that's taking place in you. And if you give yourself to it, there was a great worship leader. He was a performer first and a great worship. Don Potter is his name from uh, Morning Star Ministries. He, he put a, a CD out back in the 90s and it's called Facing the Wall. The Lord told him to face the wall and play. Don't play for anybody else. You just play for me. And he faced the wall and he wrote the CD out of that. It's not that you're a performer, you're not. Otherwise, you wouldn't even be on the platform. Just saying. But the level of anointing and power that's gonna flow through you and music to, music to be written and everything can only be birthed out of a deep desire and a hunger and a yearning that comes out of your prayer closet and the Lord's calling you away again. And He's calling you too. And He's calling me. Come on, someone say I'm a fighter. I'm a lover, not a No, I'm a fighter.
0: Oh, you
1: know, I gotta tell you something else and then we'll just get a little bit deeper. Um, There's a stigma. Do you know what that word means? There's a reproach that comes on the people of God who really fight for the power of God. There's a reproach. You'll have people that be like, oh, listen, this happens to me all the time. Like, all the time? That's that's probably exaggerating because it didn't happen today, so it doesn't happen all the time. Regularly. So that's not exaggerating. They say regularly. This regularly happens to me. You know, I'm Whatever witnessing to somebody, and uh, they're like, oh, you know, what do you what do? you do? Oh, well, I'm, I work up on a slope. Oh, great. Oh, you two on, two off? No, I'm like six on, two off. Oh, oh, praise God. You're on. Wonderful. Great. Where do you work for? Oh, great. How's it going up there? Oh, it's good, you know. All right. Oh, what do you do? I said, oh, I, I pastor a church. Like, oh. What church is that? I go, uh, it's called the King's uh, Chapel. Oh. Oh, that church! I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I heard about that. So you're, you're, you're that. You're the, you're the pastor. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, oh. And, and 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 I've had people just want to cut the conversation right there. Like, and I've had people say, oh, I heard about that place. That's the one that's extra. I heard a millennial said that to me. Oh, that church is way extra. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not trying to... I'm not I'm not going to write the agenda for another church. I can't do that. I can only lead with the vision and the faith that God has given me. That's the only way that you can lead. You try to copy somebody else and you're going to end up in the ditch. You got to drive your own car. You got to you got to drive your own vision. You got to get a vision. God has given me a vision of 10% of the population reaching. Can we do it? Oh yes, we can. God has called us to do it. There's a faith and a vision that burns on the inside of me. That says, oh God, listen, it's his fault. Say, well, you're a little odd. I know, maybe so. Talk to God about it. I got to repent all the time. But I also know that you could just wait for God to do stuff when God's waiting on you. God won't do your part and you and I certainly can't do his. You want to start that new business? Then start it. And you do good due diligence, you do your work, you set it up, you look at all the look for somebody to blow swiss cheese holes in it. And you fix that, you repair it, you get the plan, and then when you launch that thing, it'll be explosive. But there's a time clock. You know who I'm talking to. There's a time clock on it, and, and the time stamp expires. So if you don't get it, then you miss it. You said, well, well, thank God for the second, third chance. I know, thank God, second, third chance. But you might go around the mountain for 40 years. Thank God your shoes don't wear out, but I want to go into the promised land. Come on, somebody say Amen. I have a vision for breakthrough. Somebody said, I don't have the vision for breakthrough. I am breakthrough. Well, I'd agree with that. So am I. Somebody say hallelujah. Say, I am breakthrough. I am. Because God on the inside of me is bigger than any problem. God on the inside of me is bigger than COVID-19. Jesus on the inside is bigger than anything else on the outside. But sometimes I get lost in the fray and I lose vision. You have to have a vision, a continual vision. You've got to fight for the fullness of of God. You've got to fight for the fullness of God. You must declare war on lukewarm, half-hearted Christianity because it's not going to get the addicted free. It's not going to bring the power that's needed in this hour, critical hour in our country. Will the church of the living God stand up and serve God with all their heart or will we be half-hearted creatures that play with mud pies when a a holiday at the sea is offered to us? Will we we stay in a place of apathy? and wringing of our hands in worry when God has given us his word. He's given us his spirit. He's given us his name. He's given us everything we need for life and godliness. And the power and the fire of the Holy Ghost is longing to be put on display through a people. History books are waiting to be written about a people who'd say yes and position themselves in fasting and praying and preaching and prophesying and stepping out on the water. Have a vision for it. Turn to Mark 4. Mark 4 and 24 on the screen if you can. It's 8.15. You can queue up Netflix later. 4.24. Then he said to them, Take heed what you hear. Let let me say that a different way. Be careful what you hear. Be careful what you believe. With the same measure you use, it'll be measured to you. There are people that say that you just have to wait for God to bring a revival. If you look at the first miracle that took place at Cana of Galilee, there's these stone water jars and they run out of wine and Jesus' mother says, they run out of wine. And Jesus says, well, mom, mom, it's not my time. And she says, just do whatever he says like only a mama could do and so then you have all of these servants and these disciples who are like do you want us to do anything Jesus he's like okay go fill those stone water jars with water and then bring it to the banquet you see what isn't his time comes this time when you put a demand on the grace and the power of God and why would God make wine now, whether it was fermented or it was grape juice that's not the issue so he said no it is the issue uh, okay no it's not <laughs> it says it <laughs> I, I, I am wondering I am wondering Wally maybe you can help this theologically houses we didn't build vineyards we didn't plant so we have vineyards what are you supposed to do with the droops with we'll lots of jelly and, and the grape juice. Lots of communion juice. I'm telling you, what's not your time can become your time. And you, you can hasten. Here's another scripture. I don't have to go find it, but you can hasten his return. Quicken. You can cause things to quicken up. See, some of you are like, well, the Lord knows where I live.
0: <laughs> well,
1: he wants to bless me? You know, I'll receive it. He's looking for somebody who would really press in because he wants to turn your water into wine. But if you don't press in and you don't pray and you don't you don't do your part. John 14, turn there. Verse 12. So you understand Mark four twenty four before they change. it, or they changed already? But you understand. Be careful the measure you. Be careful what you hear. Can you go back? Mark four twenty four. Bam. Take heed what you hear. With the same measure you see. If what I'm trying to do tonight is I'm trying to bring your level of what you think is possible in God from here here. I'm trying to bring the the, the the tank level of what you think is available in God from here to say that no man has reached up to receive all that God has to offer and that God will give you exceedingly abundantly above beyond all that you could ask or imagine and to be careful the limit that you put. Don't limit God. Take the chokehold off. Take it off and believe God. And, and, and don't despise the day of small beginnings because I found this. I found that in the midst of contending and fighting and praying and fasting and believing that many times it's like these little these little burps of power. These little peeps. Peep. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That, that, that's kind of pathetic, though, but amen. You pray for a headache and it like lessens by 10%. But if you'll be faithful, and you'll be loyal, and you'll be fruitful. And you content. And you believe for the dead to be raised. You believe for cancers to shrivel and, and tumors to drop off. You believe for the miracle power of God to be put on display. You know, it's interesting in John, John, Jesus says this, don't believe me because of John the Baptist's testimony. And then he says, don't believe me because of my testimony. When I first read that, I thought, what? He says, believe me because I do the works of the Father. What are the works of the Father? They are... Miracles, and then he said, "Greater works," which is the next scripture, John fourteen twelve. Most assuredly, I—that's Jesus—says to you, "He who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also." Now, I've heard a Baptist preacher say that the greater works of salvation. Okay, I believe that salvation is the greatest work there could be. But you can't deny that he says the works that I do, he'll do also. And greater, okay, so salvation is the greatest work. Agreed. But he also raised the dead. He healed the sick. He set the captives free. He called Peter to go fishing, pulled the coins out of his mouth, and paid his tax bill. He also did all that other stuff, and I think he's included in there. So yes, I would say, along with my Baptist brother, Salvation's the greatest work. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. But what are you going to do with all the other works? Toss them out and say it's all salvation? In fact, if you really understand the true meaning of the word salvation, which is sozo, it includes. Some of you need to get your money saved. Amen. It includes healing, deliverance, sozo. It's, it's a holistic, new age, you're stole it. It's It's all of your life healed. Relationships healed. Yep. brain name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Absolutely. But it's it's your body. It's your soul. Sozo. Feed your feed on examples. I'm trying to fire you up so you become a, a, a kingdom contender. What does that mean? Someone who fights for all that God's word says, not sits and rests on their blessed assurance, hoping that it all comes to pass. Someone who fights for obedience and prayer and action, contending, believing, thankful what you have, knowing there's a whole lot more, and not resting and just hoping that one day, bless God, it's just gonna come through. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Just uh, just waiting for the Lord just waiting for Jesus there's hope one day he just comes through he's just gonna win. What, what, what was anybody see those hanky things is that like the flag of surrender or what rise up in a boldness get full of fire get full of zeal Right, feed on examples of God's power. Listen, I, I've been doing a lot of this recently. Go look at the miracles. Read the book of Acts. Read it again and read it again and read it again. It's amazing. And then don't distance yourself like you're reading some little cute book. Realize these things happen. And allow for the understanding that what God did in a previous generation, he can do now. And it says in Acts chapter two. Come on, turn to Acts chapter two. came to pass the day of Pentecost had fully come we're all gathered together in one accord one place it's me paraphrasing there. when the day of Pentecost had fully come there was one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound of heaven as a rushing mighty wind and filled the whole house where they were sitting And some men appeared, pardon me, then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire and sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, the multitudes came together and were confused because everyone heard them speak in his own language then we're all amazed and marveled saying one to another look are not all these who speak Galileans and how is it that we hear each one in his own language in which we were born Parthians and Medes Alamites and those dwelling in Mesopotamia Mesopotamia Judah and Cappadocia Pontus and Asia Phrygia and Pamphylia Egypt and parts of Libya joining Cyrene visitors from Rome both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them speaking in our own tongues. The wonderful works of God say that we're all amazed and perplexed, saying one to another, whatever could this mean? Others mocked. Imagine that. Imagine that. Mockers. They're full of new wine, saying they're drunk. But Peter, standing up with eleven, raised his voice and said to the men of Judah, listen closely now, And all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you. Take heed of my words, for these are not drunk, as you would suppose, since it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which is spoken by the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I'll pour out my Spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see visions, and your own men shall dream dreams. On my men servants and maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs in the earth beneath blood, fire, vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood. Before, 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 be, 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 before, before the coming of the Lord. Guess where we are right now. It's before the coming of the Lord. If you're a son, raise your hand. If you're a daughter, raise your hand. Okay, you're either a son or a daughter. If you're confused about that, we're going to pray for you at the end of the service. You're a son or daughter. That's, that's either one. All the sons raise their hand. All the daughters raise their hand. You're a son or a daughter. You said, well, I didn't know my father. You're still a son or a daughter. God is pouring out His Spirit on sons and daughters. That's everybody. Every single person before. And I'm grateful for what we have, but I'm hungry for more. Can you say amen? Oh, so much here. My time is going. Holy Spirit, I ask you, to make these words now count, that it would burn faith in the hearts of your people. That through this simple message, people would become fighters, not apathetic, not lethargic, not lazy, but understanding that what's being offered to us is more of you, more of your presence, more of your power, and the earth is groaning and travailing and waiting for the sons of glory to be revealed. The sons of oil, as Pastor Bruno said. I'm signing up for that. I have signed up for that. God, put a burning fire side of every man and every woman and every child and all those on the radio station and all those on every platform that you can overcome. You can be more than a conqueror. That you can be used of God to turn the battle at the gate. That your destiny and your purpose for which God has called you is now. It's this season. Acts chapter thirteen verse thirty six, and God, David fulfilled God's purpose in his generation, and then he died with his fathers. I'm going to tell you, I will fulfill all my purpose. How about you? You say, how are you going to do that? I don't know. I don't know how I got here. Just like blinked, and it happened. Don't be discouraged. Don't be downhearted. Don't be depressed. Shake yourself from that thing, man. Say, my best days are ahead. Say it. My, I don't care how old you are. Say, my best days. I'm, I'm, I'm a late bloomer. Well, at least you're going to bloom. Uh, my best days are ahead. Say it. My best day. This is my best year. Say it. This is my best year. If God be for me, who can be against me? I'm the head and not the tail. I'm the lender, not the borrower. Listen, I've been declaring these promises over my life for decades now. And at times I was thinking I was insane. Because all of the circumstances said, and then bam, bam, bam. Come on, say bam. Bam. It changed. It's faith, and you know, I'd have seen the Lord have done it a whole lot faster if I had got in the program. I, it just as He's working in me. I'm stubborn. Some of you are like a mule. Got your ears back? No, I ain't going. He's like, no, really. I'm trying to give you water, I and mean, I don't want to go there. The King James would call you a jackass.
0: <laughs> ah! <laughs> Lift your hands to heaven. Hallelujah! Come on, let the Lord set you on. Well, you watch rated R movies all day, and I say jackass, and you lose your mind. Come on. Get over yourself, you Pharisee. Lift your hands. Hey, we want more. Come on, come on, Toby. Lead us in some more thing. Come on. Come on, lift your hands to heaven. Come on. We want more of you, Jesus. Oh, i got like five more pages. I'm not going there. I hope so you got it. So much more. Jesus, Holy Ghost, come! We want more of you. Worship team, if you'd come, we want, we want more of you. At least the instruments. Just come. It's <laughs> nothing like Your presence. It's nothing like Your presence. Come on! It's nothing like Your presence. It's only 8:31. I didn't preach long. Come on. We want more. We want more. We want want more more of you, Lord. More of you, Lord. I want want more. more. I want more. I want more, Lord. more of you, Jesus. Sick of half-hearted Christianity. Hmm. We declare war. We declare war. War on Luke Church. We declare war. We declare war. We declare war. On Luke Church. We declare war. We, we declare. declare war.
1: Talk to God. Come on, repent, repent for being lazy, repent for being slack. This is not a message of condemnation. Come on, I just chummed the waters to invite you to come up higher. That's all I did. I, I just tried to push you out of a, out of a, a complacent place. There's more. There's more blessing. There's more power. There's more intimacy. And actually, out of an intimacy and a growth in the knowledge of God, He'll release His power. He's trying to build your character and to mark you and train you for ruling and reigning. He's trying to build your character. If the anointing and the power and the demonstration exceed your character, you will blow up and you'll destroy many lives. And the walk that you're in now, that which is taking place now, is to build in you structures. He's instructing you. Structures on the inside of those who will yield and those who obey. Through your fasting, through your praying, something is happening on the inside of you. He's gotta gotta make a new wineskin before he pours in new wine. He's not gonna pour in new wine into old wineskins lest they burst. And I'm telling you, there's a new wine that's being poured out in the Church of America. There's a people that are rising in this hour of history that are sick and tired of just regular religion. I mean, thank God. Thank God for the church. Thank God for what He's done in other generations and, and other denominations. Thank God for that. But I know there's more. I know that God wants to do something in me that has never been done before. And I'm pushing myself away from apathy. I'm pushing myself away from lethargy. Come on, it can be so frustrating when you contend and you pray to be baptized of the Holy Ghost here and you're not like week three. Skip some food, stop smoking push yourself away from things and say, God, I want you more than I want my cigarettes. I want you more than I want my dope. I want, I'm
0: going to put my pornography up. I want you, God. I'm going to tell you, all of that stuff will never,
1: ever satisfy. There's no relationship. There's no money. There's no fame. There's no fortune. All of it falls utterly short of walking with the one who made you and being accepted in the beloved and then letting him use you for the God-given purpose that he made for you. He knit you together while you're in your mother's womb. It's time to rise. It's time to preach and pray and prophesy. It's time to push yourself away from, from, from apathy and from compromise. Did you get something? Me too.
0: Come on, sing. We want more. We want more. We want more. Heart, come to flood the
1: altar. If that's you, I want more. I'm just, you're gonna say it before the Lord. I want more. I want everything that God has for me. I'm not. I'm. I'm going. I'm going deep. I'm going
0: deep in God. Come on, tell him. Sing it. We want more. We want more. We want more of you. Come on, online. If you're sitting. I'm Undo- Decrease. More of you he must increase Jesus Said John the Baptist Jesus. More of you, More of you.
1: together for God right where you are right where you are come on I'm gonna tell you if you study scripture moves of God and read books like John G. Lake and Maria Woodsworth Eder and some of these great ones William Branham, feed on that which took place in a previous generation because what God did at other times he could do it through you I heard a man of God say this, that every anointing you see in Scripture and that you've seen in history is available. If you will do what they did to get it, and there is a fasting and a praying and a contending, sometimes we just think that that powerful prophetic anointing came on Bubba just out of the blue one morning. And that that does happen. But more often than not, The psalmist said he's trained my hands for war." More often than not, I've I've had to do, I'll just tell you how it has been for me. I've had to do what Corinthians says, earnestly covet the greater gifts. Now, without love, it's horrible, right? You gotta have love. Please don't hear what I'm not saying. If I ever say anything that's not biblical, that's not what I meant. Come on, commit yourself to a lifestyle of contending and fighting. Don't let up, don't stop. Some of you didn't have your breakthrough, so you just wanna quit going to go he's working you're impatient and he's put doing something in your character and if you were to get listen if you got the whole enchilada right now you'd probably kill yourself with it Do you understand what i'm saying i know for a fact i know this for a fact because the lord spoke to me if i if i wasn't born to the family i was born to and i didn't have the mother that i had and i didn't go through some of the things that i've gone through now some of them were obviously me throwing myself under the bus But I wanted, I wanted the instantly, I wanted the big and awesome. The Lord said, no, I love you too much. You you kill yourself for that. I'm like, you know, I just, like his time clock is totally not mine. And how frustrating is that? Hurry up, God. Hurry up, don't you know? I can handle big and awesome right away. It's like, no, actually, you can't. So you just, if if you try to take a cocoon and cut out the butterfly, you kill it. Some of you are like, you're, you're trying to get out and you're like, I just good, I, I, I just want to quit, Lord. And then you die in that thing. Quit. Quitting. Work it. Come on, somebody say work it. Pray. Fast. Believe God. Act like Jesus in the midst of your character. Pay your bills. Do do the small and insignificant and the mundane. Take care of the mundane. You want the awesome world-changing anointing in your name and lights? Forget it. As soon as you're done with that ambition, he'll probably end up giving that to you. you got to contend, and you've got to work out, work it out. And before you know it, that probably didn't work so good. Before you know it, you'll just be serving God with all your
0: heart. Amen. Praise God. Come on, somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Every head bow. <laughs> I want to see you do that. No, don't, don't do it
1: every head bowed, every eye closed. You're not right with God in the closing moments of this service. Give your life back to Jesus. Or or give your life to Him for the very first time. If you've never given your heart to Jesus, do it tonight. You're not promised tomorrow, so do it tonight. And if you have given your heart to Jesus, but you drifted, you're not as on fire as you used to be, God's not the one that moved. You did. So just come home, recommit your life, recommit to the fight, sign back up, get back in the game. Give your life to Jesus for the first time. Number two, make a recommitment to him all across this place. You say, that's me, Pastor. That's you, raise your hand. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for your honesty. God bless you. Pray this prayer. There'll be others praying with you. Just pray right out loud. Say, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your Son, Jesus. To die in my place. Forgive me for all of my sins. I believe that Jesus rose again from the grave. Raise my life up now. Be my Lord. Be my savior. Wash me. Cleanse me. Make me new. Thank you for hearing me. you for loving me. Lift your hands. I pray every hand that's lifted now, let the fire of your Holy Spirit come upon these sons and daughters. Now burn off all the dross, break every chain, break every spirit of compromise. Break off, Lord, everything that would hinder and bind and the sin that so easily entangles in the name of Jesus. Release your fire upon these, your people, upon our church and the entire congregation, Lord, Kings, Cathedral, and chapels all around the world. May there be a great outpouring, Lord, not just in our church, but in the body of Christ. May the church of the living God rise and contend, as the apostle Jude said, to contend for the faith that was once and for all delivered to the saints. Of the New Testament outpouring, New Testament miracles,
0: New Testament doctrine, New Testament lifestyle, New Testament fasting and praying and believing, New Testament giving, not some slack, half-hearted, compromised, lukewarm church,
1: a church that's on fire we be a part of that we commit ourselves to it if that if that rings true for you then you tell him i commit myself to that i do i commit myself to that i commit myself to keep my heart before you to continue even when the thousand the, the thousand magnification of heaven comes on my life i'll continue to repent i'll continue to believe i'll continue to press by the grace of god by the power of your holy spirit that works so mightily on the inside of